This week's Home and Said Senior Care We Are Westmead Hurling Show. I'm joined by Jimmy O'Grady and Dara Fallon. We're going to look ahead to the weekend's action. Jimmy O'Grady is going to look ahead to the Westmead Senior Hurling Finals weekend, Clonkill Castle. Jimmy, what's your immediate thoughts ahead of that game? Uh, without any probably fear of contradiction, probably the two best teams, without any fear, uh, the two best teams in the championship. And I think they proved that in no uncertain terms in the. Um, Semi-finally, at Castletown, as to say, probably in political terms, had a landslide victory against the Gales, and I suppose on the other hand, uh, Clonkill uh, grounded out again Raharney. But probably if they take all their probably chances, it probably would have been a six or seven point yeah. victory for them as well. It's funny. I think Raharney probably had everyone killing though he's fully fit. It could have been a different game. You know, I always think Raharney have the best players in Westmead, but they never seem to be able to kind of close out those kind of big matches, especially over the last couple of years. You know. Yeah. Um, Killing was a huge loss. He, he's a huge influential player, both club and county. And um, I, I spoke to him on one or two occasions, and he, he was definitely gutted not to be there. Now he did get in, and he scored a, a, a he like the, the score he got would probably lift the Titanic, let alone yeah. lift the team. It was a massive score, and I thought probably maybe Raharney might have just kicked on, but. Clonkill just were there and their season season campaigners and, and probably what we don't really give them credit for is they're still county champions Connor. yeah that's true yeah, you know yeah. they are county champions yeah. and they've got a habit of winning games when they have to yeah. and this year they proved it in the group stages of the championship and that comes down to good management and a very patient panel like they're desperate running the championship in the group stages and they knew then toward the very end of it listen we have to beat Pollard and that's what they've done what was your own thoughts Jimmy on that whole format of the competition when you were dead manager because well, so many games and one team eliminated you know what kind of way isn't it yeah um, listen we, the year last year I was with Elvin we were delighted to get into it we had a brilliant year the year before and it was a baptism of fire it was a rude awakening and the class the strength the physicality uh, everything yeah. we lacked in nearly every department. Now I was probably wrong and probably going in trying to blow the players up into something that they weren't. Yeah. But we were just outgunned in all of that uh, group. Now we did try very hard and they trained very well. I'll have to give them that. Yeah. But we're still at the end of the day. We were a long way off the pace. And did you find it? You couldn't really say to the players that we're going to win. You couldn't really say we're going to make top this group, right? You're not kind of way. Do you know? It was very hard probably to say that to players, was it? Oh, very hard. Do you know what I mean? And. Do you know, I, I was probably learning, and you learn every day, but I, I was learning that time as well. And we kind of targeted one game to try and make sure of knockout hurling. That was our goal to get the knockout hurling. Yeah. If you're in Draharney and Castle and Clonkill and, and the Gales, maybe to a lesser extent, if you're in their camps, you're looking at silverware. Yeah. In our camp, we're looking to try and win survive. One game, yeah. Win one game, survive, make the knockout stages, yeah. but listen, that wasn't the be. Yeah, and you, you probably didn't even you get close to things, Jimmy, did you really? Did you, just no, uh, the first year I was with him. Um, we we had a great group campaign, yeah. but again it was it was yeah. now what's going to be called for two thousand and twenty the senior, the senior B, B. Yeah. and um, we had a great campaign in that, and we came up and probably we caught Raharney off guard, and we probably yeah. could have. I'm not saying we should have, but we could have maybe on another day, maybe winged them. But yeah. again, the class that Raharney have, do you know what I mean? They, they always they always held it, and they didn't panic either. But we probably panicked. We got so close to them. Because that year didn't he? Give Raharney, it wasn't the You get down to three points, and did you miss a penalty? And did yeah. Kieran get a man sent off? So, like, are you genuinely thought you were going to give a real crack at that yeah. senior hurling? But it wasn't to be Jimmy Deere. No, yeah. and that's listen, the training yeah. went pretty well. And we've no real injuries, no complaints or anything. We just were outgunned, yeah. and that was it. There's no point you can you can shadow box around it, but the bottom line is there's still a massive golfing class. And yeah, there is. I think mm. really, even Clonkill Castle and Raharney. 
this year have definitely been the three best teams. Yep. Like, the Gales might say they yeah. did beat Castle and Gagan and Clark Hill in the group stage, but it's not the same to me. Yeah, the and, and, and they, they assured themselves of knockout hurling very early in the stages and, yeah. and they got themselves to a semi final. But coincidentally, like, both teams that have played in quarter finals are in the county final. So maybe the extra yeah. game suits. Definitely. I'm not saying it does or doesn't. Uh, they were never going to panic in either quarter final, but maybe it does suit that extra yeah. championship game to get them this way. I think Raharney kind of style maybe suits the group stages because they have some beautiful hurdles. You're not kind of way like Oh, yeah. They've very, they have a lot of hurdles too, so they have a consistent panel for the group stages. Yeah, they have a lot of big names there as well and just for some reason or other and two years ago the Red Hot favourites again Castletown and they went into Red Hot favourites and I, I done the commentary with Jerry that yeah, the Euclid industry yeah, the, yeah, the panel that day as well and um, I tipped Rahani I thought Rahani were certainly and, and a, a relatively young team Castletown Gagan came in under the radar and no fluke no hands or boots they won it by two or three points but it could have been a lot more the goal was in the score yeah, the last, last, last book, book yeah, of the game yeah. and uh, so it, that would have flattered probably Rahani to a certain extent and uh, Castledown came out there next year probably as reigning champions and Clonkill stood toe to toe and just winged them in the last couple of minutes yeah. so they're in a great game too now so Sunday's game has all the hallmarks of a cracker as well yeah just it's hard to know where it's going to be one and all I, I just think that which we, I think Angus Lark and Nigel O'Brien are going to if they play I think Castledown if they play very well I think Castledown are going to win handy to be honest with me yeah that, that's, that's the opinion of a lot of people yeah. and you know Conor like Opinions are like rear ends. Everyone's got an opinion, and <laughs> I honestly think that uh, I think it's going to be a massive, massive battle. I don't think that this Clonkill team is getting near the credit they deserve. No. They have a lot of uh, huge personnel, a lot of leaders. Um, the matchups, you know, everyone's going to do the matchups and get them this rate, that, and the other. But like at the start of the game when Clonkill played around Harney, uh, Brendan Murtagh tugged out middle of the field, or, or he, he he went in for the throw in. So this matchups are running all over the place, and. Um, Clonkill have, have a very, very strong half-forward line and they will be forced to point the finger at themselves and say, listen, we were guilty of a lot of inaccurate shooting yeah. in the semi-final. Like Luke Lachlan got a couple of great chances, Niall Mitchell did, and, it's, and Mitchell's first game back after breaking his hand, or breaking yeah. a bone in his hand, he's a massive addition. Like, if Stanley hits the song, he's another Ingus Clark on the other side of the yeah. field. Now, in the backs for Clonkill are, are very tight, like they dealt with any, they, like, they sniffed out any class attack that Rahani had, apart from the sharp shooting of Kieran Dyle from play spots, but I think they limited them to three points from play, they never threatened the goal, and uh, do you know what I mean, they dealt with that and they came their way with relative ease, goalkeeper was never under any great pressure, and uh, like you have to remember as well, like Clonkill had a goal disallowed as well, Yeah. so, do you know, maybe, no, the bookies only have it, uh, even, very, 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 very evens, and maybe a pint of a spread to Castletown Gagan, it's a big one. I think that Clonkill, if, if the main has don't form Castle, I think Clonkill could easily win the game. Like they could win it handy, Jimmy. You know oh yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot, a lot of personnel yeah. and, and like like you've, you've Egerton there in the back lane and the bad price of good lads there as well. Shane Power probably done some here or there around the middle of the field. The work that that man gets through is unbelievable. But this half forward lane, if they can click and get it right and get scores, they're big. Like, like Luke Lachlan has a massive turn of pace. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? If he does, if he gets the ball, if he doesn't get a score, he's going to get taken down for it because he'll run straight at the half attack. He won't run to the corner flags. He's running straight, straight for the goals. He he's a great turn of pace and. Um, do you know, he, he, he can cause a lot of problems if you get decent ball. It's funny actually you mentioned Tom Kilby under. I actually think Castle don't get nearly enough credit either. I think Liam Vardy's a brilliant hurler to oh. Clavin. I think Castle, I think there's three teams. Castle are very strong, but it's been a very poor championship really, hasn't it? Like the, the knockout stages, the group stages were nearly a foregone conclusion really. And then the knockouts have kind of been there's been what if you include even if you include Clonkill Castle Potter, like the, that was very one sided. The two yeah. quarterfinals are very one sided. But the one semi-final was very one sided. Clonkill yeah. or was a good game. Yeah. Like this is to hopefully this is a good final because it's been a yeah. mediocre championship team, hasn't it? Oh well it has been. Yeah, yeah but it's championship hurling and that's yeah. it. And like the, the boys is going up on Sunday, they won't care about style or flamboyance or anything like that. They just want to get themselves over the lane. But it's a massive occasion, Connor. Like this is 
you know, this is the pinnacle for every youngster in Castletown Gagans. Parish, you know, to play in a senior county final, and the same at Clonkill as well. All right, listen, when they're young, that's growing up, probably it's to play in Crow Park. And if that's not to be, it's to get onto your first team or get onto your senior team yeah. and play in a senior county final. And uh, like uh, the last couple of county finals have been a huge attendance, upwards of near 4,000 people at it. And uh, this this could be another massive occasion as well. And uh, I just hope that the weather and I hope it doesn't come down to a refereeing decision or something like that. And I don't think it will. I think both lads have. You know, I think well, they can't do anything about the weather, but Alfie's a very capable referee and he knows what he's about as well. And he'll have able assistance there on the sideline and umpires and various other different things as well. But I don't think it will. I think the two teams will go ahead toe to toe and they'll see who's best standing after about 65 minutes or so. Because you've managed a lot of these teams, eh, not these teams, but you've managed teams in finals before. How do you go about doing preparing a team the week of a final event? Well, there's no point in saying that you don't get the buzz. Of course you do. From the time the final whistle went and bought semi finals, you know, they're thinking about nothing else. And you'll be going down to your, going to maybe Mass or going to the whatever the school or something like that and someone say how was such a one and what's the latest in this one any changes in the team and that's the like hurling around here is more important maybe or every bit is important maybe that was religion you know what I mean and that's yeah. the talk both in Clonkeel and, and, and Castledown the train keep a lid in it Butterflies and nerves are a good thing as well. You're going to have to have them because if you don't get the buzz out with them, well, then you probably shouldn't be going into Cusick Park on Sunday. But um, ah, you, you don't want lads bailing over. You know lads then to rev them up. And John, you know, probably a lad that might be getting a whole plate of sleep and doesn't know his touch and go as to whether he's on the team or not, you have a quiet word in his ear and say, listen, you're going to be starting there at number 10 or you're going to be starting number 3. Don't worry about it. Keep it to yourself. And that, that, that guy will sleep a bit better all week. Yeah. But if you don't tell him, you know, he might be, he'd be twisting and turning all week. And you, you want lads to be as calm as they can be without, just like years ago, Vincent O'Brien, when the derby used to be run of a Saturday, Vincent O'Brien used to have his horse almost there of a Friday, spot on of a Saturday, and he was going over the hill on Sunday. So that's the way you want to get them. You want to get them by just peaking around three o'clock on Sunday. And would you be a manager? Would you kind of have a team in mind very early in the week? Kind of, would, you, and would, you tell, would you tell the players early? Ah, you would. And, yeah. and listen, by and large, the teams would know themselves. If the barbers or someone like coming back from injury and knows that he's pushing there and has all been on it, you know, they would know. Like, you're not good. This is their, this is both their teams, what, six or seven game together this year. So they're not going to change a terrible lot. And both sets of managers are not going to make wholesale changes. Like, like the old proverbs are going, they're all saying, uh, never break up a winning team. Yeah. Both teams are winning. Like, Clonkill have been winning when they have to win. Castle and Gagan much doing the same but they listen they, they, they skipped through the group stages nice and handy and now they found themselves in a county final again yeah would you find that like, as a manager Jimmy, would you even be nervous it must be I can't imagine what the players would be like you're not going kind to of, isn't a very nervous manager as he might say ah it is but listen you've yeah. done your job if you if you can you know I often say to lads in dressing rooms if you get, get the mirror treatment you know, if you can stand in the mirror and say listen I've done my bit and I've yeah. done everything I can I've been as nice without offending lads I, I think of the best starting 15 going out I have an understanding with five or six subs and I think they'll understand and they will be upset now vexed is a bit maybe stronger word but they will be upset not to start but if you have them all coaxed and all reading off the one hymn sheet to know and I honestly think that the panel the subs bench is going to have a big big say in this now I don't know what's the latest SP and Owen Price but knowing Owen from the time that he was in Westmead if he's near back or whether he's not back no no I, I don't honestly know I haven't been talking to anyone from the Clonkill Club so I don't honestly know what way he is but he, he's a huge influence on the team and I think then for Castellan as well and it only happened in the last two minutes was Nishik McKenna got in for two minutes the last day and uh, he's a huge influence on Castle. he's a massive player and he obviously is very very back near right he's after having three weeks and I presume they're after playing a game or two and a lot of training sessions in between so if he stood up to all of that he's a huge addition I don't, again I don't know whether he starts or not Owen Price is another um, 
huge influential player. He's something more of a maybe a, a Ray Keane in a lesser extent. You know, he's from box to box, wolf and energy. But again, I don't know whether the man's right or not. And if he is right and and he will start, I'd have no problem if he was to start in a in a, in a senior final. As you're saying, maybe he's over match practice. I have no problem with him it's because it's own price. Yeah. Ah, yeah, it's own price. You know, what I mean, if it was a professional game, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd break the club trying to buy him because he's such an influence. And I may remember when I was in there with the county's selector, um, we were playing one game and the boys were really jumping and lepping and ready to get out and play a game. And he just, he, he has a fierce calm effect. He says, lads, he's a little bit giddy there now, he says. And everyone's silent. So if he can't do it on the field, I'm most certainly say he's talking to the younger lads and more experienced as what to do and what to do. And he's a sort of fellow without shouting or roaring or anything like that. He commands a lot of respect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that was earned. Tell me this, have you found it? You've had many rows with lads and lads you wouldn't talk to in your coaching career the over the years. Well, yes, you wouldn't. You're listening. That's part and parcel of it. But like, it wouldn't bother you too much. No, not being no. ugly enough to deal with it. Like, yeah. you know, it's part and parcel. You're, you're not going to keep everyone happy. And listen, as the song says, loving you is a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. And you have to pick the team. And you have to go with your strongest 15. And listen, you're going to live and die by decisions you make as a manager anyway. Have you ever had any really bad rows? Kind of ah, not really, no. 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 Do you know no, what I mean? You'd be able to get over would you? Oh, I'd get over it. No, yeah. Whether they do or not, I don't know. Like, yeah. you know. As I said to one lad, you might follow with me, but I won't follow with you yeah. and that'll yeah. be it and then move on from it that'll be it one bit of the side track, I mean, you were kind of manager you always enjoy the interest and engage with the kind of media a lot of managers don't engage do you think that makes any difference to you? well listen different lads have different yeah. ways of operating I, I've never created any problem at it. whether I'm any good at it or not I don't know yeah. but uh, some lads just don't like doing it and it's just the, the yeah. human nature the way it be other lads you know crave for a microphone can't wait yeah. to get one after the minute the game is over and they talk about it and on this and on the other but our lads are silent as well and they just let it be done on the sideline their job isn't really to deal with media their job is to get a team over the lane if they can I think people are nearly afraid to say it now they, they think it'll appear in more than just one place oh yeah play. and it, like the year, social media like, you yeah. know what I mean if you say it was one thing you know lads can chop and change it and cut yeah. it and they can have you asking a question and it could be given an answer a completely different yeah. piece so you just have to be shocked and careful so I have to yeah. just do an O'Connor that you're not yeah. going to start no, chopping no, and no, changing no, this no, all over no the place chopping and no editing this but no. should we just say this, this is the big question now who's going to win on, on, on Sunday Jimmy well Connor, if I had your money and a spare tenor <laughs> and I'm not going to lie on the fence or anything like that I wouldn't be one bit surprised if it's come back another day to sort this out yeah. no, and I mean that sincerely and I'm not lying on the fence or I'm not dodging the bullet yeah. but and if there was another day who won the next day well the next day again if I had another tenor belong to you I, I would have, I'm going to have to go for a one score game to Castletown Gagan just Castletown just I'm going to second that to me as well yeah so. now I'm not going to say there's going to be a landslide around that because these are county champions and they still may be come 6 o'clock Sunday evening but for just this with your tenor not my tenor I'll take a small chance on Castletown Gagan by the narrowest of margins. Kevin O'Brien is known to listen to these and he, he used that as a bit of a motivation for their Harney game as well. Yeah, so maybe so. Kevin, if you're listening, hopefully you don't pin this too much over the wall. So, <laughs> Jimmy, thanks very much for joining very, us. Very, very welcome, Connor. Derek Fallon joins me to look ahead to the senior hurling final this weekend. Uh, Derek Tonkill, Castle and Gagan. Oh, similar enough opponents, I suppose, as well. They haven't really been in a final in a long time to playing against each other, but people game. Is it? What, what are your thoughts ahead of the game? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I think it'll be a fine game. Um, I think. Obviously, taking Raharney out of it, I mean, you've got two of the top um, three, the most po- powerful or whatever way you want to put it, the strongest um, hurling clubs in, in Westmead. Um, there's a lot, you could say that there's, you know, the, there's a lot of different players that really could change the game in yes. this game. And a lot of exciting players. So i I really, really looking forward to this game. Yeah. Um, now, I'd be more biased towards... Castle Town, right, right. I may as well say like that now. Kick any pundits with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but at the same time, I'm I, on the neutral half of my brain is is really looking forward to a good game of hurling. Yeah, no, sometimes pundits can be 
very, very <laughs> biased if they're from a county and <laughs> I can see a bit with into some of the other finals this year. People were accused of being biased in both the football and hurt them, but look, that's neither here nor there. But there we trust that you're gonna give an objective view here. But I anyway, what I was gonna say, um just my own thoughts on the game, Clonkill, Castellan. I think that I'm gonna not gonna mess around with the mark here too much. I think if neither Ryan and Angus Clark play to their full potential, Castellan will win the game comfortably. I think if they don't play to their full potential, I think Clonkill are gonna win the game. I think that's a brief enough synopsis and I think that would you would you would you agree with her? I'd be pretty close to yeah, that. Yeah, yes, yeah. I think, I think actually um, the two O'Briens are going to be key. Yeah, um, I that's think now I presume it's going to be available. It hasn't that's been. it. We're, we're, we won't count any, any yeah, chickens yeah, on that. But he, he it's probably likely. It's, likely, it's, yeah, yeah, it's more than likely. It, it seems like yeah, it will happen. Yeah. Um, so and Angus is uh, he, uh, without, without trying to build him up on too much of a pedestal. He's he's one of the finest sorters I've seen in Westmead in a long time. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a superb sorter. He's fabulous. Now the other side of it is Clonkill have timed the run perfectly. Yeah. Um, they, uh, the first three games I think at the group stage in the championship. Yeah, well, I said them. maybe using that. I don't think they should still be in the championship. But look, that's the format. Oh well, that's that's the format. But they, but they've played the format well. Yeah, they have. And and they've they're peaking at the right time. If that's right, um, they met a Raharney team in the semi final and beat them. Now Raharney um had um obviously Killian Doyle had an injury as well. I, I wouldn't mind key. that too, but he did play. Think that's thing. But Killian Doyle, the thing I think about Killian Doyle, he did play the match though, he did. Do you know? I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I know I, he probably I shouldn't still say think I know he was injured, but there's no, I wouldn't take it away from Clonkill. No, 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 oh God, no, no, no. no. I, I wouldn't be meaning that at all. No, 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 no. I think it's really set up for a great game. I think Clonkill have timed their run well. Castletown are, are are coming well into this now as well. And they've got a good side. Um, yeah. So it's going to be two, it's going to be two teams that are fairly well matched as well. You know, they've got, Big men around the pitch in right places. I mean, the battle around the middle of the field would be good. Um, and they've got some serious scoring forwards on both yeah. sides. So um, I'm expecting a bit of a shootout now next weekend. So yeah. I hope <laughs> I hope it's not a low-scoring game. Yeah. But um, I'm expecting a good a good rip-roaring game. Yeah, I know. I think Clonkill have actually got a very, very good talent across pitch. I 